Welcome to the Boston Sports Syndicate Podcast, a production of the Syndicate Network. Boston Sports Syndicate. I'm missing you back and back and back and back and back. Nights in my place and I need you in my habitat. We don't need a time and a place so you baby face it. And now here's your host, Michael Travers. I'm missing you back and back and back and back and back. Welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast. I'm Michael Travers. With me, I have two different faces. I've got down at the end there, we have Maddie D. How's from, everybody doing from, from BSS. Doesn't sound as good, but here we are. And in the middle, Here. we have Ryan Bessie, our uh, native fantasy writer. What's up? We're going to discuss uh, a lot of fantasy baseball today. We're going to uh, you know, give you some hints, some tips, and uh, hopefully you can win your fantasy league. Hopefully anybody in our fantasy league isn't watching or listening or paying attention outside <laughs> they, of the they three can, people. They're still not going to win. Outside of the three people behind the mics here and the one person behind the camera in James. <laughs> Uh, we are live on twitch.tv slash the syndicate network one more time. So thank you to everybody who uh, has tuned in right now. And those of you that are going to tune in later, thank you very much. Anyway, you. do you guys have any quick thoughts uh, to lead us off? Any Anything you like to talk about at all in the, in the baseball world? Doesn't necessarily, or, or in the sports world in general. doesn't have to be uh, fantasy sports. Can do can be anything. Well, I'm actually going to go ahead and say that I love fantasy baseball. I actually personally like it more than fantasy football. And it's blasphemy for most fantasy players. So I'm just very excited for the season to start. Spring training's here, and uh, we brought in the secret weapon to give all you guys an edge in your fantasy leagues. I like fantasy baseball, too. Thank you. But not nearly as much as I like fantasy hockey. Oh like fa- God. Fantasy hey, hockey. <laughs> fantasy hockey would be number one. Fantasy baseball is going to be number two. Fantasy football is like number six. I'd rather play fantasy soccer, but... But I but I play fantasy football to help everybody so fantasy else out. Football. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm like the guy that's just donating money to the league. Like I appreciated uh, your money last yeah, year. Yeah. Like here's Thanks, here's man. the champion. Here you go. I was, I'm just donating to Ryan Bessie, basically. But uh, Ryan, do you have any quick thoughts? Anything uh, you want to bring up? Like your correct prediction of the World Series um, or anything? I don't like really that? want to bring that up actually. <laughs> well, your fantasy <laughs> butt whipping of me in the football championship. Yeah, yeah. Still yep. a little bitter about that. It happens. I mean, you, that was the week Aaron Rodgers went off, too, and I still took it. I took every blow you gave me, and I just gave you two <laughs> blows back. Let's see. What else? Oh, Kershaw threw up a mound today, so I'll take that for a win. Ooh, Ooh, oh, boy. Are you nervous about Kershaw? Absolutely. Yeah? As a man living with back issues, he's toast. A, a little I different, I would say. No, mine's, my, yeah, mine's worse, actually. <laughs> I, would say, I would say it's a little different, I would, I would say. Well, to each but, their uh, own. <laughs> but, uh... Let let's start right off, and we have we had some questions come in um, as to as to what you do for your draft strategy. So, do you go hitting first, pitching first? Um, do you not really? Ha- I mean, I know you have a strategy, but I don't really have one. I mean, I I, I do have a preference, and I kind of like proved my preference last year. My preference has always been go hitting first, and leading into last year, I had won three three out of the four championships of the past you know four years I've played. Last year, I decided to go pitching first year. Take Kershaw. How'd that turn out? So right back to hitting. Uh, hitting will always be my strategy to go first. It always seems like pitching so deep, or pitchers can get like pitches go down so easily. So if you take that like Kershaw, now I've lost my ace and that's that, and there was really no replacing him. Um, so I always go hitting, and you always can find middle middle uh, rotation guys that get you double digit wins down the line. What did you actually do with Kershaw? After you, was it was it your first round pick you took Kershaw? Kershaw was my first round pick in a dynasty league. In a dynasty league, but it was like what did I have like six pick or something? So I mean yeah. your Betts is gone, your Trout's is gone. I mean all that stuff was gone. Arenado was gone, who I really wanted. So because it was dynasty, I was looking at Scherzer, who was a little bit older. So I went with Kershaw, and then 
you know, he got hurt, and I was able to actually – it paid me to do it, but trade him off for numerous picks and players, and looks like that was the right call. It does, and I remember at the time I was I was all over you for it because you, you yeah. always did – you know, being a Dodgers fan, and then you have the chance to take Kershaw, you finally get him. He's on your team for the first time, I think you said, ever. He yeah, was that was the first time team, ever. And you was, traded him. And yep. I was like, what are you doing? Also part of the return, though, was a – I know he's out for the year, but it was Corey Seager, so I got a, a Dodger back. Is cool. he done for this year too? No, he's ready That's to go. What I he was done for last year. Yeah, he had Tommy John, which I mean, he's not a he's not a pitcher, so it's not as big of an issue. Plus, they've already talked about even before this was moving him to second base because they just think he'd be he's too too big of a body at shortstop. I my dream for them, I knew they were never going to do it. Actually, was to move Seager to second. And to keep Manny and keep Manny at short, and you have Turner at third and Bellinger at first, and you have or Muncie if you want to, you have unreal infield. But they apparently, even though they're billionaires, they don't want to pay anybody on that team. So my drought will continue with now the World Series title. Were you shocked that they didn't go after Machado? No, I wasn't shocked. They, I knew I knew they weren't going to pay him. They right. have all this money and they refuse to pay anybody. So. See, I don't. Why, why don't they? Because I have a very so, no. Being a Boston sports fan, I know you live in Boston, but you're not a Boston sports fan on any team. No, I get extremely mad when the Red Sox don't pony up the money because I always say, you're the Red Sox. You have more money than I get you know a, what to do So with. I get extremely mad like to a point. I, I felt they could have signed Manny. I think that the dogging stuff, whatever you saw in the postseason, it, 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 that stuff doesn't bother me. Manny's Manny Machado. You know like what you're getting. Manny being Manny? Yeah. You like can, you can Manny kind of re- He wasn't can, exactly the, the you biggest can, hustler. You can reuse it, that same motto. But again, I, I'm okay with like spending money to a point where it's not my money. If they had given Trout the contract the Phillies did, I probably would have Not Trout, Jesus. Uh, Harper, Not yet. you can you can give Trout twenty years and I'll be okay with it. Yeah. Um, but if they had paid Harper with the Phillies paid Harper, I would have thrown up. I think that's outrageous, and I think the, I mean, if the Phillies better be praying the DH comes to the NL within like the next six years, or else they're gonna have a guy in a wheelchair in right field and come you know, thirteen years down the line. Maybe. Why? Maybe what's he gonna be? Thirty nine, thirty eight, thirty nine. When he when he when he's when his contract's up. Thirty nine. Maybe. I mean, the the the. The forty-year-old athlete is getting more and more common. Who knows what the medicine and the and the, the technology and everything is going to be in thirteen H-H. years? So, <laughs> who knows how good the steroids will be in in, in thirteen yeah. years? And, Undetectable. And so you'll like I, I don't know. I, I have you ever seen those contracts not just actually just be awful? Actually, like, actually it, pay off. Like the they entire, never do. No, no. I, I guess even Alex right. Rodriguez, who at the time, you know, when that. Everyone thought like that was a no-brainer. He was the best player in the world, and they still, again, it didn't matter because the Yankees are the Yankees, and they paid him $20 million literally not to come and play. And it, but didn't the he, contract did, still burned him. Didn't he sign a big contract the first time he was up? He signed a massive one with Texas, and then Texas couldn't handle the contract, and that's when he almost went to Boston and the Yankees swooped in and jacked him. Right, but then didn't, did the Yankees sign him after? Like, doesn't, didn't he sign two really yeah, big contracts? Yes, two, yes, two, so yes. His, so his first contract, contract probably right. paid off. If, oh, if, if, like yeah, the, like yes, the, like yes, the longer, yes. like the bigger contract, like that one probably was was worth it. I was just I was just thinking of, of the longer, bigger deals. Like who has been worth it from 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 Pujols, start to finish? Nope, Josh Hamilton. Nope, <laughs> uh, Miguel Cabrera. Nope. Uh, he had two triple crown seasons under that contract. Yeah, but through under the, it, but the, when you get to the end of it, it's yeah, just it's not just brutal. It's, it's brutal. The, yeah, brutal. as you get to the end. Um, before we talk about Machado, because I want to talk about Machado and Harper. Both moving, changing teams, and the impact that they're going to have. Um, what are what are some value players that you're seeing that that are getting that are good value at their their average draft positions, or players that you can get later that are going to give you you know some some top top tier value, I guess. Like, well, I, I guess feel like I guess it's, I, I guess going to give away some of my sleepers already if we do that. 
we, fine. We'll, don't so don't don't mention your sleepers and then oh, give away shit. some other ones. Like my example would be like um, the production you get out of Marcus Semyon, who you can probably draft later in a draft, as, as opposed to a top three or four shortstop. Like the production isn't that far off. Um, Guys like that. Well, how about like how about a pitcher? Fine. And it's somebody I keep overlooking, and I actually think you have him on your fantasy team. Um, and you can question it. I well, you look at it one way. So it's J. A. Happ. You look at it, it's the AL East, probably one of the most difficult divisions to pitch, pitch in. AL Beast. He went to the Yankees, probably one of the most difficult teams to pitch for, and the guy continued to just post mid-three ERA, give you six, seven innings every time. It clearly didn't affect him, and yet he's, because of his age, maybe because of the AL East, he's being drafted so late. You're probably going to get 12 to maybe even 15 wins with the fact of the, the type of offense he's going to have behind him. Like that That's what I'm talking about when you go back to I don't take pitching first. Because you can find those wins and that value later on with other people. You just got to look for it. He's also going to benefit from that bullpen, right? He's only going to have to go yeah. five innings to and get you wins. Yeah, you walk you walk out of that game with you know with with a lead, and you should get a win out of it. So, well, how do you feel about Hap in terms of is he more of a points league guy or a categories guy? I don't think that really. To me, I never I never read that much into points and or head to head, whatever you right. want to call it. Like the rotos. Yeah, like I mean. To you me, value the you value the play. You right. get you, you get in the play. You get in the stats. So that's the way it comes out for me. I got a little too ahead of myself. I forgot to ask you what your draft strategy is. Oh, my draft strategy. Uh, I'm very much like Ryan. I do like to go hitting, uh, but if the if the uh, sometimes I also like to zig when everyone's zagging. So I try to build up uh, a certain strength. So if the league is going pitchers, I'll try to grab a few of the elite hitters in the first three rounds or maybe even four or five rounds to really give myself an advantage. I, I completely agree with that notion. I always think of when you do fantasy football and one guy takes a defense and one guy takes a kicker and everybody starts panicking and it doing the same thing. Run, yeah. No, keep like you got to do a little, almost legitimately like pro teams. You take the best player on the board. If you're sitting there and you already have three outfielders, but um, you have like uh, Riss Hoskins who's outfield you know, eligible. I'm not going to take him because I already have three outfielders. Like, I'm going to go get some. No, keep stacking your team. Mm-hmm. You can find ways to get people in your lineup. If not, now you have trade pieces where other guys are going to be desperate because they they made a run on something else. And you can make a move, and then you're going to have a fan, uh, fantastic team. So don't panic. That's my thing. Like, don't panic because you see other people basically panic because they're all taking the right. same position. Yeah, don't take a reliever three rounds earlier just because four of the guys just took a reliever. See, with, but with closers, to me, is like – there's only a couple. There's only a couple that are like really worth it. So if you mm-hmm. get one of those, okay, like maybe you go, maybe you go a little bit early, but don't react to it. All right, you so know what right. I mean? Like close, like, yeah, the closes are so rare. But I'm gonna like take an example out of our league. We had somebody last year go back to back with Kimbrel, and then Jansen. Jansen has career worst gear. Kimbrel got saves, but I mean, he didn't have a clean inning from June to the end of the year. He was shaky. Now he's out of baseball. And again, you meant this is a dynasty league. So now this kid's sitting there with a guy coming off a heart surgery and a closer that's not on a team. Right. And he went back to back because he desperately wanted closes, and now he's getting burned by it. Right. But that being said, going into the year, that was like that looked like a power move to take both of them yeah. back to. Back I mean, I still tried to try tried to trade for Kenley myself. But Kenley was actually it. argued to be a first round pick going into last year's draft season because of the I don't know if I would ever oh, take very a closer. Aggressive. Very, very aggressive. But if you would have had Kimbrell and Jansen uh, the year before Yeah, last, two years ago. You would have cleaned up points Two galore. years ago. Right. Um, talk about the impact that Machado's going to have or, or what do you see Machado's fantasy output being now that he is in San Diego as opposed to being in uh, Baltimore and, and Los Angeles. So when year. you look at his splits from Baltimore to L.A., he dropped a lot. Um, L.A. is not a hit as park and never has been. 
always played to always played to the pitchers. Uh, I think he went from like 24 home runs before he went to L.A. Now, granted, it was less games, but it was like 24 home runs at 13. But his average also dropped by like 30 points. It was a huge drop off. Um, San Diego, you could argue, is even more of a pitcher's park compared to um, Los Angeles. I don't love it. Um, as an owner of Machado, I don't love it. It's not where I really want. I would much rather have him end up on the White Sox, to be honest with you. You can launch balls out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, Petco Park, uh, not too uh, batter-friendly. That said, Machado still is a skill. I just think we're looking more towards like a 270, 280 hitter, and nothing's going to be around 300 anymore, and more so to – I think I, I'll i be lucky to see 25 to 30 home runs, honestly, out of him. Are you excited to see maybe his batting average raise because it is a little bit of a graveyard out there, so balls can find the outfield green? Do you think he could get some more batting average out of that ballpark? I hope so. Um, yeah, but that, that – Power number is definitely going to go all, down. Yeah, it all depends on what, how your league is set up, I think, because, like, for example – and it, I know people aren't going to love to hear about our league constantly, no, but our, our league, good league. our league is points-based, and it's not category, so, like right. – Average like, eh. but average what do you get? What do you get? Yeah, but points. what do you get? What do you get? A point for a, for a single and two points for a double, as opposed to ten points for a home run. Right, right. You know what I mean. So but if you consistently drill those points, it's better than having a negative three, then a big number, then right. a negative. So yeah, Machado I, I having the if he if he like we all agree that he's going to play in Colorado. I mean, Mark agree. He literally is going to play in Colorado. Right. He's going to have his chances to you know take advantage of pretty sweet hitter ballparks. And I'm wondering at home at Petco if those. Home runs, he doesn't try to jack them out. He tries to get doubles. Tries well, he doesn't hustle, so they'll probably be singles. Actually, if you hit the, if you go to right center in Petco, they should be triple, so he will be getting Yeah, doubles. that's also okay, so he'll get a double. It should be a triple. He'll, he'll end up I mean, now that he just cashed in, he probably won't be hustling either. He looks like that kind of guy, so um, oh. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, again, I just I think the biggest impact is his power numbers will be down. That and like the Padres make one signing, and everybody loves him. What is it that you love? Hosmer? People really love Hosmer? Like, uh, he is working on his launch angle in the offseason. Their lineup yeah, kind of all. And he's probably in the best shape of his life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he's cut out dairy probably. It's everything. <laughs> well, he is in San Diego now, so he has to be one of the pretty people. <laughs> I guess I should move cut, to San Diego. Cut out you dairy. Are, you are fit for San Diego. You Jesus. are. You're a handsome man. I'm not going to lie. Um, Do you guys need a minute? <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> Top. Yeah. Uh, a little behind the scenes here. We had a little talk about this earlier, but we won't go. Into it. <laughs> uh, neither here nor there. I do want. But no, there's not I, a lot of round Machado in that lineup. Everyone's already like lo- not yet in the future. Don't right. get me wrong. With with the pl- prospects they have coming up, although most of them are pitching, but they do have Tatis, um, Urias. Yeah, there is Urias that will be over at second, but none of it's really like a lot of power. It's not. It's not like the what the Phillies now have, where their lineup kind of scares you. Um, but who knows. You know, right, they are going to rely on Machado's power, I would assume, because well, from, the other from guys a, don't bring it. From a fantasy perspective, or even just even just a real-life perspective, and we'll, we'll tie it into now Harper. We're going to talk about Harper mm-hmm. going, going to Philadelphia. And uh, the lineup around Machado hurts his value to me. Yeah, it does. Whereas the lineup around Harper bo- like boosts his value, yeah, helps it does. his value. Because one of the things you saw with Harper in Washington is the amount of walks he, walks he took. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he would strike out a ton, and his average was – horrendous last year, but he would still get on base. I will give him that. He would take walks. But people could pitch around him in Washington. Can't pitch around him now in the Phillies lineup. Absolutely not. Right. You have Hoskins around him. You have Segura. Don't even write off McCutcheon yet. It's not not, not, not ooh, that ballpark. McCutcheon's going to get 20 to 25 in that ballpark. Like, guaranteed. Like, write, write that down. So you're saying you <laughs> liked my addition of uh, Andrew McCutcheon in our fantasy I did. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't listening. What am, what am I writing down? McCut- my team's M- going to win the whole thing is what he's saying. No, I, <laughs> not at all. 
Um, Kutch is getting 20 to 25 home runs this year. Um, it's a small ball ballpark, which we can attest to. When we walked into that place last year, I was shocked of how small that ballpark actually looks in real life. That, it's a tiny park. Um, the donuts they sell out there in left field, though, those were something else. Um, but Harper, they were good. I they were good. <laughs> Harper Harper's value has gone through the roof, and it and it it will absolutely skyrocket if he can just not bat like two forty eight or whatever it was he batted last year. If Harper can be a two seventy five, two eighty hitter, which he's fully capable of, we know he is. Um, I think he's going to hit forty home runs for the, only the second time in his career, as long again staying on the field. Um, but can't pitch around him. Ballpark is going to play to his advantage. He that's the best numbers he has outside of Washington for power is in that ballpark, mm-hmm. which I think he actually mentioned as a big selling point to him going to Philadelphia. He wanted to be playing a ballpark he's comfortable in, and he's he's very comfortable playing in Citizens Bank Park. I think he's nineteen career. Maybe I'm making that up. 19. Kevin just tuned in on the chat. And he said, "Don't forget about the chicken sandwiches that were out in." Oh, that it was chicken sandwiches and donuts. It was a combo. Yeah, you have chicken sandwich on a donut. No, no, no. You get a hot bag of donuts and a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Now maybe it's because we were slightly inebriated that made it that much better. Oh, it was so good. But also, I'd already eaten a full size cheesesteak before that, and I still had like took it like it was nothing. It was it was incredible. That was a good time. Oh, if if you have a chance to go to Philadelphia to to go to that stadium and like be around the city, I highly, highly, highly recommend. Honestly, I think it's. uh, I think it's uh, I think it's something that's really cool. I don't know why that just went off, but uh, neither here nor there. That was a sweet sound, though. Yeah, <laughs> it, made it, it made Philadelphia sound a lot better than it probably James, is. We James. can uh, and we can report back later this summer when we hit up DC for the first time. Yep, yep. We we're, go for food. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> we're go, we're going to we're going to what? We're going to DC this year. We do a we do a little boys trip every year to, to go a to year a year late on Harper. Yeah, which I would which I would much rather have gone to see. But. Yeah, but we can see a Cunha dinger. Soto. True. True. Braves true, true. 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 So I, um, I have a quick question. Uh, yeah. Now that we have a Dodger fan here. Oh boy. The Harper contract that was reported that came from Los Angeles was f- four years, one hundred eighty million like or whatever. Forty-five million a year or whatever. Forty-five. What did you think about that? Were you okay with? That? I mean, I was okay with that. Five AAV. That is it, crazy. Because it was four years or four or five years max. For short, right? Yeah, and so at that point, that's it's not my money, and he's. You're still going to have him in his prime. You're not worrying about him playing when he's 39 years old right. in a cavernous Dodger Stadium right field. Um, Why wouldn't you take that if you're Harper? That's what I always thought. He made it a point that he when he, he literally never wants to move ever again. Like him in his. So why would you choose Philadelphia? Because they're the that's, only ones offering a, a career-long contract. That's, a, that's another point that, that, well, that you are, brought up. Is we were there for a weekend and we could we couldn't wait, wait to get out. Of get there. out of there. We could not <laughs> How to get wait out of to there. get out. <laughs> Maybe it's because we stayed in West Philadelphia. Maybe that was our mistake. Were you born yeah. and raised? Thirteen sorry, years. Thirteen years 13. he's gonna be there. Like and you could have got you could have made almost the same money, no? I mean if you're making forty five a year for four four or five years, it doesn't that's a way and then you can still you cash because ca- you're in your prime. You're, still, you're still in your prime. That's I, I understand like, oh I don't I never want to leave again. Well hey, maybe if you raked, you wouldn't have to leave again because the Dodgers would be like, dude, you ain't going anywhere. Right. Like, I don't but what whatever. It's over now. I'm what glad is, it's over. Um Whatever, what a go. stupid! What a, what a stupid career choice, if you ask me. I but, agree, but neither, neither here nor this. You, is, this is fantastic. Let me ask you. Uh, uh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say. It, I th- I think this rests on Boris, right? I mean, Boris brings yeah. home a wildly different check based yeah. on ten percent of one eighty or ten percent of three thirty. Yeah, but then, but if you're Boris, you you take home ten percent of one eighty now, and then from there, you 
you, I don't know why all these noises are going off. They're but, cool though. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're in Mario or something. Uh, I feel like coins about to pop out of James. Yeah, that's what I'm I, I just I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna be able to hear them when the podcast comes back. So we either we sound crazy or, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Referring to these mystical yeah, noises. but it's but, me, uh, Mario. I also lo- oh it, 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 if you're taking home ten percent of one eighty and then you have a chance to cash in on whatever again, then who knows? Maybe maybe. Uh, I don't. I mean, it's I don't. Tip, I know what the sounds are. I just don't know why they're playing. I that's, don't. That's the point. I don't do math, so I don't. But but you just have two chances to cash in, both as two. a player and an agent. If you sign that shorter deal, you get a boatload of money now. You get a boatload of money later, or you get, I guess, a boatload of money over a long period of time. So either way, it's a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. But I think it has to do with Boris because when you look at the the total value of the contract was what three thirty five. Yes, thirteen three thirty five. Yeah. Okay. After the what is the biggest contract in MLB history dollar wise? Not that AAV. Was that was it. Yeah, he now, he now has yeah, the largest has contract. Largest. So history. they made it a point to make it a little bit bigger of a deal than Stan got. Mm-hmm. That I think is that I think is part of what they were thinking is the the total value. Like when you hear that contract, you're like, oh my god, he got three hundred thirty five million. Then you think about it, and you're like, it's only like eighteen a year, twenty five. It's uh, or, 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 I'm sorry, that's way off. Twenty twenty whatever. But, that, but that's like what we're paying. Sox fans are that's what we're paying Porcello. So yeah. I mean, it's really Nolan not that Eric, big a deal. no, no. Yeah, I think it was like eighteen. Do the, someone do the fast math? I don't know, but. There is no fast math with me. But but you <laughs> look at you look at the extension that Arenado just signed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not for three thirty five, but it's for almost twenty twenty whatever. It was like twenty eight maybe. Yeah, AAV? like that's a way better. It was a ten deal. years, two eighty million, something like that. It was two eighty. It was ten. Love yeah, it's definitely two eighty. Love Arenado. Arenado's a stud. But let's get back to fantasy because okay. that's why we have Bessie. That's true. If, if, I have a lot of fantasies. If you see, I, the nice <laughs> the nice thing is Jesus. The nice thing is that you have. Um, you have the ability to talk about stuff other than Boston sports when you do this, and that's what we just that's got we wrapped do. into. Yeah, of course. So we go on tangents. Here. If we're, you, not, we're not perfect. If you are, are a fantasy baseball player, owner, not even in a dynasty, just in, I guess, in a single-year league, if you had the choice, Machado, Harper, Harper, both sitting there on the board, he's taking Harper. Who are you taking? Well, let me put it to you in a little bit more context here. If you had to take Harper in the top half of the first round, or you could get Machado in the second round. Machado. You so you would t- you would take a value if Machado fell to the second round yep. over Harper. I would. Okay. I mean, if if it was coming with the same round, if you're putting the same round on him, which is I again I th- I've made this clear out there. I'm not a Bryce Harper fan. I I think he's overrated. Um, but I would have. <laughs> you see a lot of uh, strikeout talk on your Twitter, I believe. I mean, facts are facts. Facts are facts. <laughs> facts facts are facts. Um. Yeah, would, I think he said he's bringing a championship back to DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, that so. was uh, one of those. But yeah, uh, second, if it, that if that's awkward. the if, <laughs> if that's the value, I'm taking Machado in the second. If if they're both just you know hyper hypothetically, in in, yeah, first round, I'd I'd take Harper. Okay. Yeah, I would have to agree with him on that. I think Harper has the potential at 50 homers. Uh, I think he has potential of bringing back that 2015 MVP type caliber player. Uh, but Machado, I mean, he's no schlub. He's gonna have a great year, but. If we were in a vacuum, no, we're not talking about round differential. I'm going Harper. Chicks dig the long ball. So I think I took Harper that. in our dynasty league in the first round. I think I had you like did, the yeah. sixth or seventh yes, pick, and yes. I took him. He fell to me, like, and I was shocked that he even fell to me at that point in a dynasty league. I mean, obviously, you have your bets, your trouts, and all that. And then it was like I think I had I had right before you. I think. no, you were you were after me because it went trout bets Arenado, and I was four. That's what. So then I had the five. moment I came out at four, I was upset because you knew your big three. Right. Every, and now it's like now. That's why I was like Kershaw, Scherzer. I don't know. Ramirez. Do I love Harper? Or maybe um, it was later. Because I because when I when I felt like when he was I drafted six. him, I felt like he was six. You had said I can't believe he even fell to you at that. Point. I think it was, maybe six. it was six or seven. I took him and Trey Turner back to back. Turner, Ooh. 
Turner, I passed on because I took Manny instead. Yeah. I took Machado. How do you feel about Turner this year? He last year he was taking top. What was it top five? I think a, uh, ADP was top five. I got him in the second round of a twelve guy draft. So, so second, yeah, but I, 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 I think I had a high second. Pick. Right. Yeah, I think he was so. first round of my draft last year. So how do you think? Do you think he's going to bounce back this year? A lot of steals. A lot it's of funny. Average, my homers. my barber actually asked, asked me this morning. He's a big fantasy guy, and we always talk. And same thing. He rubbed Trey Turner. I was like, don't love him. I he don't hasn't love proven him. it yet. The thing is, yeah, that's, he hasn't proven it, and what he has proved is he can run. So can a, now that you when you look at baseball, this other guy again, value picks. Uh, you have Mondesi out in Kansas City, who's going to run. Also in Kansas City is Whit, Whit Merrifield, who I would actually might take him over Trey Turner. Don't forget Billy Hamilton out there. But he's gonna get on base. I mean, it's hard to steal when you bat at a buck seventy. When, when you bat, when you bat your weight, yeah, it's not a good look. He's a skinny man, so it's actually a really <laughs> right. bad thing for him. Yeah. If he was fat, it'd be okay. But no, he's probably a buck eighty, soaking wet. I yeah. mean, if Mike was batting his weight, he'd be in the All Star game. Yeah, I would be. Yeah. So there's that. It's true. It's a good point. Very, very good point. Um, give me both of you. Give me three breakouts that you're looking at this year, and three busts that you're looking at oh, this geez. year. All right, let me. St- yeah, I can start if you don't mind. Go ahead. Because uh, as Ladies the resident, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> you know what? Yesterday was International Women's Day. Shout out, women! Shout out to my girls! Shout out to all the women! Oh yeah, yeah. You are the only male at the house, right? Two daughters and a wife. Uh, not the cat is a boy. Oh, that boy! <laughs> you gotta have some sort of reinforcement. Zeke, shout out Zeke. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm actually gonna, as the resident homer of Boston sports, I think all three outfielders for the Red Sox are gonna break out. Wait, they haven't. How can you – wait, 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 wait. Like, like you think three. Mookie Betts is going to – Yes. Save it because we're going to talk about – we're going to talk about the Boston people. Benny, Benny, take I agree Boston, with. Take Boston people out of it because we still have another segment okay. to get to where we're going to talk Tune in. all Boston content. So, you know, tease either, fa- either fast forward on the podcast or hang out on Twitch. We're going to talk about the Boston people in a little bit. Absolutely. So, other I'll, than, I'll get back that. Te- I'll other get back than Boston this. players. Give me uh, three breakouts, three busts. Uh, breakout, let's start with um, Tyler White from Houston. First baseman. First baseman, DH, going to be the permanent DH. That's oh. always good for hitting, right? And having not, not having to worry about the field? Or yeah, it, you about that? it helps with health. Um, he will still play first here and there to keep um, the first base eligibility. But when you do, he played, I think, about 60 games last year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you did the math out to a full season, he was going to be a 30-100 guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was with Gaddis in the picture. Gaddis is not in the picture. I think White can have a very big year in Houston. Yeah, he had a great second half. Uh, if you play MLB The Show, he actually has a month card. And he, <laughs> he had a great card because of how good it was. Tyler so, White? Tyler White, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he was, I just he, think he hasn't had the playing time. No, he's going to get, like Ryan said, he's going to get it this year. Yeah, so. sure he has it, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Who else? Go. Who else? I have one. The God of Thunder and Lightning. Noah Syndergaard, Thor. He's going to break out this year. This year is his healthy year. This is the year. He has a DeGrom year this he year? He has a DeGrom year. Because if you remember, DeGrom wasn't. As good as DeGrom was last year over the previous three, and this is the year. You get a Syndergaard full season. You're going to see an ERA under three and strikeout, strikeout, strikeouts. Thor's going to break out this year. Uh, I'll go with another breakout. A guy that was a huge prospect, like it feels like forever ago already now, is Ahmed Rosario. Staying, we'll stay in New York. He was a top prospect for like three years. He got called up at the end of 2017. Mm-hmm. He, got, he got brought up, cup, you know, a cup of coffee, wasn't good. Was up there for the season last year. Okay, nothing, nothing for fantasy wise. Um, this year, I think is the year he finally breaks out. He puts it all together. 
you know, he, he's got his feet wet. It's it's now or never now for uh, Ahmed Rosario, and I think it might actually happen. They put a good lineup around him too. They brought in some uh, some guys from other teams. They should have a decent lineup, so that should help him. Cano's play. there now. Cano, exactly. Cano, and actually, yeah. I'll just finish mine because we're in New York. I'm staying in New York. There's a guy for a breakout you might not even heard of, Jeff McNeil. Oh, I heard they were testing him out in left field. They're testing him out at third, second, left, wherever they can find him. Yeah, um, because I love guys that they don't have a position for. Nothing means like like. Oh, this come from the Brock Holt guy. I don't like Brock Holt. I That's know. my point. <laughs> I know. Like, if you don't have a position, you can't be Brock a fantasy. Toba. If if you don't have a set position, you can't be a fantasy asset unless you're Matt Carpenter or Marwin Gonzalez from three years ago. Like that. Like. If you don't have a position, you don't have value to me. I feel like Zobras had some fantasy value for a few okay, years. Okay, yeah, fine, fine. Again, three, four years ago, though, when you have, like, Marwin Gonzalez currently has second base, shortstop, third base, first base, outfield. Yeah, I think it's everything, everything but, but catcher. Yeah. Unless you have a stupid league like us, and it's it's center field, right field, left field. But I think Marwin has all those anyway. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. doesn't. Okay. He doesn't. But it, 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 those are the guys that have that value because they just, because they're so good that they, that they get because they're so good at offensively that they're finding a position for them in the field and that's and in they're using them that way but like who's this Jeff McNeil who's Brock Holt like who are these people I think you make a good point too cuz a lot of the times when the eligibility really gets to multiple positions it's really over the last couple of years right so it's not that a guy bounces around the guys who truly do bounce around they don't typically produce i.e. a Scott Kingery last year I'm just done talking. He asked me a question. I answered. I'm sorry. Mad. I'm sorry. I, the utility player <laughs> in baseball makes me so mad because everyone loves Brock Holt here, and it's just I like, don't love Brock Holt. Yeah, but you're not a you're not a Red Sox fan. But anyway, I love Andrew Benatendi. Continue. Though, continue. I have one more breakout. I think uh, we talked about this team already. Reese Hoskins. He did Today. have a low batting average last year. He so is that bat- what you're getting at? He's just going to flat out rake in every No, category. he's going to rake. He's going to rake. Because he hit well in the minors. He hit for power. He hit a little bit more average in the minors. That he's team gonna, is so good. They're loaded. They're, he's going to bat. The, in between. Hitting, hitting. so, so good offensively. Offensively, thank yeah. you. They're going to be okay uh, elsewhere, I think. But we'll get back to that. But I think Reese Hoskins this year, I think you're going to see him. He's going to sit between Harper and Real Muto. Reese Hoskins is going to break out. And at his ADP right now, it's like a third, fourth rounder. Take him. <laughs> I was I was bouncing back and forth because I think we might have just lost the stream for a little bit there, so I don't know oh. how this is going to come out at the end. So we're, we're that's just weird. Once I stop my stream, I can't lose. <laughs> I can't stop. You it. can't stop. It stings. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna keep plugging along and, and see what happens once we're done. I don't know. We were talking about the Yankees' first base I situation. Might be, I might be able to cut out a bunch of stuff, um, and and then we'll we'll get back to it. So whatever. But give me uh give me okay good talk about Voight and then give me your busts for the Ooh. for the for oh the, we never got the for busts. the upcoming that's true. season. Um, that's true. I do like Voight. We'll just quickly. I I think. I don't know. Maybe it's his size. I don't know. He's but um, I like Voight. He definitely plays well in Yankee Stadium. There's that too. Uh, when it comes to bus, my first one just to get my bias out of here is Max Muncie. I don't believe Muncie's gonna repeat what he did last year with 30 plus home runs, and I I just I don't see it. I don't. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I I would gladly like to be wrong. I just think Max Muncie is going to be a huge bust. Where's he year. gonna play for the uh, the Dodgers? He's going to play first base. Okay. Um. Bellinger will now be the right fielder um, with Pollock in center. Um, so Muncy will play first, and he'll get a little bit of second here and there. Um, oh, that'd be huge. I have him on our fantasy, in our fantasy league. He will I get, could love that second. He will get second here and there because, God, again, God forbid the Dodgers sign anybody, so Chris Taylor and Kike Hernandez are apparently the answer to bring a World Series trophy back to L.A., so there's that. I like Chris Taylor, though, this year in fantasy. That shortstop outfield eligibility is very rare. I like him. 
Well, two years ago, Chris Taylor had a breakout year, and everyone bought in him last year, and then he, he was awful. So there yeah, you go. Bro. He sucked last year. Super utility guy, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You proved my point. But yeah. two years ago, it, it worked. Yeah. yeah. Like, like those guys usually have like one or two years, yeah. and then and then they're done, and then it's over. Unless you're, unless, I mean, unless you're Ben Zobrist or Matt Carpenter did it for for. Give you, I'll give you a bust. I think a lot of people are gonna get mad at Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I. Shockingly, agree with you on that. I think where where he's going now for it's, a guy who's it, never it, been the biggest value is too high. Insane. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be a bust. I think that there's just too much expectation coming in. But fourth round it's pick. A bu- that's the thing. It's a bust too. Is val- to draft a rookie that right, high that you right, haven't right, seen. Right. And I know a lot of fat guys play baseball. And they're yeah. fine. He's not in great shape. I can see him trying to get down to first base one day, and that ham he's gone. Now you've missed him for two months. I mean, <laughs> that's that. He'll be on the pine eating hamburgers. So. One of the uh, Toronto beat writers, he actually tweeted, he looks a little bit more like Carl's Jr. than Vladimir Jr. <laughs> Carl's Jr. That's, That's a fast food restaurant for people who just, don't Yeah, know. we just don't have it around here, unfortunately. Looks <laughs> he's good saying on, he's fat. Looks good on TV. Yeah, I, I agree with you. He's going to bust. A, a fourth-round pick for a guy who's literally not taking a swing in the bigs, yeah, but, price, yeah, but the price. videos of him raking, though. Oh, the ball comes. Oh, the sound. The oh, sound. Oh the sound. God. It is. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get oh, it. Too. I, do, I get I do it. And too. I don't I don't think his career will be a bust. But if he's no. I didn't know he was going in the fourth round. Yeah, his career's yeah. not a bust. I I don't think we're right, Ryan, you're not saying that his, no, his no, talent's I'm saying, not there. I'm saying his I'm saying the fantasy purpose this year right, exactly. based on his where his like ADP is, it's gonna be a bust. I agree. Let's move on because we're gonna get up against it with time restraints and I wanna get your top ten sleepers. Let's move on to Boston content. Yeah. Let's just say where where do you see Mookie Betts? Being drafted, is he surpassed Trout yet? Is he going to be an even better fantasy option this year than he was last year? Where is he in your mind? If I had the number one pick, I'm still taking Mike Trout. If I didn't have the number one pick and somebody took Mookie Betts, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't. In the past, you'd be like, "What are you doing?" I wouldn't bat an eye at. Right. That's just me. I'm still taking Trout because I just I think he's a freak of nature. With that said, I think Mookie is and will be better this year. One, I think. He could be better simply because you look at his RBIs last year. Mm-hmm. He only had 80 RBIs, right? Which was chalked up to the fact he was batting leadoff, and he's already apparently he's been open about moving up in the lineup. Yeah, they're playing him second. Yeah, Cole already said it to to uh, pad his RBIs. Some people are you know wording as contract contracts coming up. I need more stats. Need little, more stats. Little, yeah, little. I actually don't even think it is that. I do think if you have a guy that that is as good as him. Yes, put guys on base in front of him. That's not right. rocket science to me. I think Mookie should be dropped in the order and be hitting deeper into that. Two or three. Um, if he Cora, couldn't do it. You don't think he's going to do it? He couldn't uh, do it in the past when he was a kid. He couldn't. He Two years ago, he was batting fourth, and he, he couldn't cut it. All right, well, now it's two years now. Like now he's, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think that there's there's something. I think you get pitched differently when you lead off. I think you get pitched differently when you're batting in the middle of a lineup. And I think that – I think there is uh, – About, I I just, about I just think getting pitched different when you lead off. I, I, I think Isn't there some crazy number out there? You that see more fastballs. About the amount yeah. of like just first pitch fastballs. fastballs that Mookie would crack. He is yeah. actually a great fastball hitter too. So, yeah. yeah the first I, pitch of the game, I, I would say I think you have to give him the shot time. though. You have to give him the shot. He, he's, he's your reigning MVP. Yeah, and you, I, I just. So you I have just, your MVP only getting 80 RBIs. That doesn't make sense to me. It does to me because your team won 108 games and you just won the World Series. And don't remind you, me. You you know like you, you bat leadoff not because like he's batting leadoff because he. So because who's of batting leadoff? Ben Attendee. Ben Attendee is gonna is gonna bat leadoff now, which I don't love because. No, what I, 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 I think Xander bats. should. I'd no, bet, I'd, I'd bet Xander leadoff. Betts is your guy. He hits for contact. He hits for he hits for power. He can run. That's your guy. That's the guy that leads off. That's, ben, ben that's your that. guy. I think Ben Attendee could take over a lot of those roles. So I, I, ben, ben Attendee's not going to be the leadoff hitter that Mookie Betts is. And and Betts can hit the fastball, and 
what would you say, 90 to 95% of, of first pitches of the game are fastballs. How many times did he hit a first-pitch fastball for a home run to the wall or hit it into the That's gap? That's what I'm saying. I think there was some it absurd number. all the time. Yeah. yeah. It was like six straight games he hit for an extra base hit to lead to lead off the game. Like that's in, that's, in, that's see that's also the stuff that just drives me insane. Though why do pitchers keep doing it? Because they're creatures God. of habit. When He's you're a pitcher, a and that's what you though. do. It's like the NFL, who's still sitting back and cover two on Brady. Like he's got 20 right. years to learn, and people don't learn. I don't get it. Oh, so the Steelers? It, oh, so yeah, you, nailed it. It's just, I don't love the fact that they're going to move him out of that leadoff spot, which which is a different. I mean, I guess it's good from a fantasy perspective. Exactly. If he can do it. You know, he couldn't do it before. If he can do it now, fine, maybe. But I like just you just won 108 games and won the World Series. Just leave him there. Yeah, I understand that point. But they they're definitely playing a little bit to his desire. The contract for sure. They're trying to I, get I, in his I, good graces. And the trend around baseball is to put your number one guy at, in the two hole. So they're just following suit. That is true. Trout, hits Trout two, batted two. Judge Chris hits Bryant two. batted two. Judge, yeah, they all I, did. Yeah, but if you can, if Machado, right? Machado batted two for the Dodgers last year, I think. Mm, yeah, I believe so. And Turner was three. Yeah. What if you What if you look at it from if you bat leadoff? This is like old, old, old little league tactics. Your best hitter hits leadoff because he gets the most at bats. Most at bats. Most yeah. most chances. Yeah. Like that's. That's, I mean, that's that's how I would look at it. And, yeah, sure, you come up and you have however many at-bats with nobody on base because you start the offense, you spark the offense. You want to drive in more runs, Mookie? Don't push to bat second. Push to get someone who can hit at the bottom of that lineup. So Sandy Leone and Jackie Bradley Jr. aren't batting 8 and 9 whoa, in front of you. Whoa. That's why you're not driving in any runs. JBJ fanboy whoa, over here. JBJ. Hey, that's, hey. that's why you're not driving in any runs is because sure. Sandy Leone and, and Jackie Bradley Jr. Are hitting at the bottom of that lineup not getting on base in front of you. No, it's true. I agree it's with that. The, it has nothing to do with the with the with the fact that you lead off and, and you have all these at bats with nobody on base. You have all these at bats with nobody on base because seven, eight, nine last year were Holt, Leon, and and Bradley. Not good. Suck, Bob. suck, suck. Not, <laughs> not great, Bob. Do you think that Core will put him back at leadoff if he struggles? Yes. 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 Okay. Like, so the only guy in the world so that you can struggle and go up in the lineup. You're right. right. <laughs> so if you do, if you are worried about, him, I mean, you still take him. I mean, we're talking about the second overall pick here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, which, no. Which, but when it is when we are talking that good of player that high in the draft, you do have to get nit, like really nitpicky about who you choose. Right. That's why Boston Sports Syndicate the best sports content you gotta find. I'm gonna give Ryan. 30 seconds. Ooh, what am I going to do with the other needs. 20? <laughs> That's all he needs. <laughs> Give me your thoughts on Evaldi. Bust. Now what False. Do we do? Erod. False. False. <laughs> False. Now, Evaldi. False. I don't, that's a, I don't, I, I, I will never believe in guys like that. You know, your whole you career, you, you were you were just a fastball down the pipe. Now, all of a sudden, you just, you've just found it. He learned the cutter. Price taught him a cutter. It's going to be huge Oh, good. Him. Price taught him. Um, <laughs> he has all the cards, man. He has the trump card. I love David Price. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I love I David you Price. Do. Although um, I traded him. Shout out, James. Um, <laughs> James I just Yavaldi could still be serviceable. I don't think he, you're not going to see what he did like in the not postseason. From a fantasy right? standpoint, yeah, the, like, that run he went on last on year. Was He's not going late though. He is going late in drafts. I can't jump on. You board. wouldn't take a late flyer on him? Me? No. No. That's more of a hate thing though. Nope. So is that? <laughs> Um, I would take a flyer on the next guy we're going to talk about. Erod, I do think Erod. He's had some like his injuries were freak. Like didn't he like slip coming out of the Baltimore bullpen one year mm-hmm. and like tweaked his knee? Like weird stuff. He is kind of soft. Da- he so is David Price. Stuff. Yeah, but I love David Price. All right. <laughs> <laughs> David um, Price is Wolverine. David Price has an elbow that heals itself. You can't teach that. 
<laughs> that elbow's going to the Smithsonian. That. You cannot teach this stuff. NASA wants to take a picture of that everyone elbow. Else the, the, everyone else has this problem. He's got that Henry Rowan elbow. Everyone else has this problem and needs Tommy John. Rosenbagger. Not David Price. God he, knows just, him. he just needs rest. Just get that Who's guy rest? rest. It'll fix itself. Um, it's Wolva freaking Reed. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, Erod, give me your take on uh, <laughs> 14 wins and a 3-5 ERA. How's that for a take? Okay. Pretty good. He now, also learned to cutter. Oh gosh! Now, I'm telling you, does everyone just go to Mariano's house in like the winter now? The Boston Red Sox, D-cutter. where you either hit with JD or you learn a cutter. I throw D cutter from David Price. From David Price, huh. and I love it all. D cutter. Give me your thoughts on uh, one last Red Sox, Andrew Benatendi. Andrew Benatendi, I love. I've always, I like Andrew Benatendi. There's always out. like every year, like as much as like hatred I have for the Red Sox, like every year somehow I find like one guy that I'm in love with still. Yeah. And for the last like two, it's been Benatendi. Um, like, with Benny, it's if it's not now, then when? You know, when? When he, like, everyone's predicted him to, you know, be this 25-30 guy, 300 hit average. His power actually went down last year, I it believe, did. from the year before. His it average did. went up. Power dropped. Bring it all up, man. Let's go. Like, it's finally full, like, year three, full, like, a full, like, right. if not now, when? So I think Benny takes a step this year. I agree with him 100%. Ben Attendi, this is the year. This is the year where you Plus, he knows there. if. He's batting in front of Mookie. Get on, but you got to get on right, base, right. man. Right, right. So maybe he does play a little bit more to that average. But nine now he's getting the fastballs down the pipe. You're right. Huh? Huh? Could he go up 16 home runs last year? No. He, that could easily be 25. So I like Benny as a player. I like I him as a person. I don't know that I love him as a person, and I don't know <laughs> that I love him as a fantasy player. Really? Because the reason being, I would say that even though his numbers are down last year, his fantasy production was probably – or it was high. It, it was, was probably high. higher. It was very high. Now, if you're moving bets out of the top spot to increase his fantasy value, moving Benatendi to the top spot, shouldn't that decrease his value? Like, if they're sw- if they're flip-flopping, shouldn't it decrease his value from a fantasy standpoint? And he's not going to get the stolen bases that, that, that a, a leadoff guy should get or an outfielder should get. He had 21 stolen think, bags last year. I think there are better options from a fantasy standpoint you know, given age and all that other stuff and actually on the field and d- defensive ability, maybe I would take Ben Attendee over some of these guys. But with all of the options you have in the outfield, assuming you use outfielder and not left field, center field, right field, you right. use actual outfielder, I just feel like there's so many options and there's probably better stuff, kind of like I was alluding to earlier with like the Marcus Semians, where you could probably get someone who's going to give you the same output fantasy-wise later and take someone else where you where Ben Attendee's going. I don't even know where he's going, but... If, if 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 he's going in apparently in your trash bin, <laughs> I just but I, I I like the player though like right. like you know what I mean like I'm you would have him on your team that's not right that's not me life. saying that I would like like from a fantasy point I may take Andrew McCutcheon over Andrew Benatendi but in real life I wouldn't take Andrew McCutcheon over Andrew right. like like that's what I mean I'd be taking Benatendi over McCutcheon still this year let me ask See, you guys I, this. I don't know that I would you just told me McCutcheon was going to hit thirty home runs and, and I said kill twenty it. to twenty five and I said write it down clearly he didn't write it down. He I doesn't. Nobody he doesn't. I didn't write it down. <laughs> Maybe you have a pen. Also, he has a nice list. Boston Sports Syndicate. Pen. I do. I do. That's what we do I here. Do. I gotta ask you guys this question. Uh, let's take it full circle here. Who would you guys choose, Reese Hoskins or Andrew Benintendi? Hoskins. They're both about third round picks. Hoskins, because I love power. Benintendi's going in the power. third round. Benintendi's a third round draft <laughs> See, pick. That's right what I mean. That's way too high for me. That for a guy that I don't think is going to get you third round. Like there are so many other options at outfield that I would rather take a pitcher in the third round or or. Someone with more draft scarcity. Yeah. I mean, uh, 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 like a first baseman has yeah. there's a lot less players there this right. year. Or right. Like a second baseman maybe. Right. Especially being a corner outfielder. There's like there's power guys you can take at corner outfield positions. And yeah. like uh, Justin uh, uh, Justin Upton, 
uh, Chris Davis. Like those are corner outfielders, and I'm looking for is thirty. Is Davis right. losing the outfield eligibility this year? He. He, he lost in our el- league. He's only available in every league, utility. I'm pretty sure he's DH eligible. Well, That's if you it. don't use a DH, if you use, I, I'm pretty sure he has to have at least outfield and like ESPN and stuff. Then, no, he's then, utility. That's it. So then, does so, he go to the wayside? What if no, you don't you use a DH or a utility? Uh, you can you know, not draft him? I guess. I, that's a good question. I don't know because there there are leagues that don't use a DH or utility right. players. Yeah, so do I don't you, know. Uh, can you not draft Chris Davis? So you, I think he, I think he's he'll end up getting. But no, because there's plenty of players that don't. Like Nelson Cruz is DH only. I understand, but but. If, if you run a league that doesn't have a DH spot or a utility spot, which is stupid, but it happens, where do they go? Can you just not can you not take them? I don't know. We do have the worldwide leaders top 300 points league paper in front of us. He is only DH eligible. So, yeah, I don't know exactly what we're doing in a league with, with, with no utility but or DH. That gets me off topic. But but what I'm saying, like, like Justin Upton or Andrew right. Benatendi. No, you know the what point's I mean? still like, made. They're on my team, power, I'm taking Benatendi. But on my fantasy team, I'm probably taking Justin Upton. Like that, like you're that's gonna my take point. the value a little bit. You right. You don't Especially know if he's gonna in the hit third round. Third, he did. I think he brought back third round value last year. He was very, uh, very good. I don't love that. He's all right. So I, I guess to your be- if you want Ben Attendi, you're betting on the this next step. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. If yeah. I'm taking him in the third round, I want more than. But what every he year, gave me don't you like? In, if you were doing like a yearly draft every year, don't you always have a guy that you're like you're j- taking early because you think he's taking the next step? Like everyone always gets a yeah. feeler on something. Like, like this, this is my Christian Yelich, like maybe. this is my guy this year, right. and I'm getting right. him no matter what. Yeah. Maybe that's been attendee for some people this year. Let's move on to your top ten sleepers. Um, this is a list that you've done on our previous endeavors. And it's always very, very interesting to hear from you. So give me, uh, give me your number ten sleeper for this this 2019 fantasy baseball. Matt season. Shoemaker. Ooh, he pitched today. Actually, interesting. Did he? Mm-hmm. How old is he now? Like 35, 36? No, oh. he's that old. He's no. probably only around 30. <laughs> he, 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 it feels like he's been around forever. He's he just has, never yeah. been able to figure it out for a full season. He, he did. He'll have like six weeks. Where he's 2016. Been he had like a he had a very good year. He has a career ERA of three nine three. Mm-hmm. Um, fantasy wise, that's that's fine to see on your team. Um, the last two years have been bad. Yeah, he's had some bad injuries. You've been hurt, yeah. Was he the one that took a line drive off his head? He did. Yeah, so he did. He, he's had some some freak things. You know, it's not just like it's Tommy John or the, you know, um, he's finally healthy. He had a healthy off season. Toronto ain't got New nobody. Team, Toronto right. ain't got nobody else pitching besides Stroman, who even himself is not good. They'll um, probably trade him, right? Yeah, somebody might bite on him. Kind of like, yeah, he looks. He reminds me of Chris Archer. The Phillies. He does. He reminds he looked, me of yes. Chris Archer, Strowman. Yes, the, the, and, you know, and the Pirates yeah. took the flyer on him last year. Yeah, the, so. the Phillies might might come knocking for Strowman. For sure. Yeah, that's fair. But, yep. And to to Shoemaker's point, he does throw his best pitch is a split finger fastball, yep. which plays well in stadiums that are a little bit smaller than others. And Toronto's is good for hitters, so the splitter should play well. I agree. Definitely take a flyer at Shoemaker. Number nine, um, Jimmy Nelson. Uh, I pitch- love him. <laughs> You know, I love Jimmy Nelson. Don't love him. I love Jimmy Nelson. Sounds like a country singer. Yeah, he looks does. like a country singer. That's fair. He does. He, know, he, does. Look, he looks, doesn't look like a country singer. He looks Jimmy like he just should be Nelson. living in the country. Um, isn't he up in – he's up in Milwaukee, right? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I mean, Missed all of last year. Uh, 2017, though, he looked like he was going to be, you know, one of the next uh, solid pitches in the league. 12 wins, 349 ERA. Mm-hmm. Missed the entirety of last year. Back this year. Um, he's pitching. He might be delayed to start the year, but he should be out there. Uh, Jimmy Nelson could be a steal. Real late in drafts, too. Number eight, a uh, guy I love. I loved him last year. didn't pan out. Um, David Dahl. Uh, David Dahl. Again, it's sleeper, so things go into it. Health. Um, last year was also playing time. This year he hasn't. This year he is the right fielder. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in Colorado. He's your opening day right fielder. I had him last year. Traded him to you because I didn't have the patience. Yep. Thank you. Projecting of a four hitter this year. I didn't. I didn't have the patience to, to hold on to him. And I, you guys were talking about it before we came on. I was biting my tongue because I was <laughs> like, I should have just waited. I think yeah. I traded him for. Uh, I think a fourth round Jose pick. Ramirez and a fourth and, and round a pick. pick. Wait, yeah. Jose, Jose Martinez. Like, Martinez. Oh, Jose Martinez. Oh, Jose well, Martinez. those are two yeah, completely yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Jose <laughs> yeah. Martinez. That would be and a little bit of collusion yeah. if I'm handing this guy. <laughs> how do I make those <laughs> trades in this league? Um, uh, no, Jose, Jose Martinez. Yeah, David David Dahl, uh, like you mentioned, should be batting cleanup. Um, stays healthy, hitting Colorado. Mm-hmm. Can't rule out potentially 30 home runs. Yeah, he has a talent for it. Uh, number uh, seven. Uh, somebody I mentioned in my last article that I pushed out was as Dribble Cabrera. Um, I think this goes off the value thing you've been talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's a really good example. He's not it's like going, a nice player. He's Do not going to hurt you in any category. He's no. going to bat around 260 to 270. Uh, the thing that I highlighted, though, and I'll bring it up again, is it's where he landed in Texas. Texas. He has nobody vying. There's nobody else at third base. They have nothing in that organization. Beltre's gone. There's no youth coming Wasn't up. Wasn't he a shortstop, though? He's played yep. everywhere. He's played everywhere. He's played Second, everywhere. first, I think he's even played yep. a little bit. Um, he's Those their utility third, guys. He's their third baseman. <laughs> the pos- the position's him. His you can expect twenty three home runs, seventy five RBIs if he stays healthy. Where was he last year? Cleveland. Uh, no, last year I think it was the Mets. 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 No, then he ended up in Philadelphia at yeah. the end of the year. Yes. Oh, that's trade. Trade. We, we saw him in Phil- yes. We saw him in Philly. Didn't did we? we? I think I we might did, have. Yeah. Was it one of the guys I was yelling at? I don't know. <laughs> I was yelling at the Padres. I think actually. <laughs> Is Dribble Cabrera that would shockingly good we career in, in the bigs? Yeah. Imagine it. We missed it by a year. I forgot we even saw it. It was the Padres we saw, We right? saw the Padres, So yeah. we went to go see the, the Phillies and the Padres. No Harper, no Machado. <laughs> <laughs> Those cool. ticket sales are going to go <laughs> way up. <laughs> cool. Number six. I saw you just almost lose your mic. Good yeah, catch. just almost. Good catch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am a good catch. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yasiel Puig. The man openly, the man openly came out and Pass. said he didn't try in L.A. because he was already getting paid. Pass. Now his contract is up. <laughs> Pass. Guy, for the love of God. L.A. <laughs> batted him like eighth, Pass. seventh or eighth. <laughs> Cincinnati is treating him as an everyday player, not a platoon, which the Dodgers did, but apparently with the whole lineup. Cincinnati um, sucks. And he's going to be batting in the heart of that lineup. So you're going to have a guy in like the 3-4-5 spot playing mm-hmm. hopefully 155 games. He's their guy. They he's the guy. Him. They love him over and there. And he has money to play for. He might do it. I'm with it. Little side note. This is I know we're running up against it, so this is probably not the best time, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh <laughs> Like this five is my years. show now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Look that at me. Guy sits Look in at one me. of the host chairs for 50 minutes Look and at he me. runs the show now. <laughs> I'm the captain now. No, but a couple of years ago, I'll make it quick. I had a baseball franchise on MLB The Show with the Red Sox. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had ya- I had picked up Yasiel Puig as a uh, prospect. He, end going, he went on to be a Red Sox legend. So I just have a soft spot for him. Yeah, I'm not Little a side note. I'm not. I'm just not a big. fan. I'm actually not a big fan of Puig either. I'm even, not a big fan. A, for I was fine to see him go. You didn't, you didn't like him as a Dodgers fan? No. He was fun. I liked him. You know, before Rich Hill got taken out of game, uh, game four there. The thing about so Puig nice. is he legitimately could have had anything he wanted. He lived in L.A. He was making good money. He was. He's, he tried talented. to have everything he wanted, and somehow he got robbed like four times. <laughs> Guy's like a millionaire. Can't buy a security system. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was Madison Bumgarner every time, and nobody ever looked into it. Riding his ATV <laughs> through the front door. Like, dude just constantly got robbed. I don't understand it. My point is, is that he had, he could have literally had anything living the lifestyle out there in LA. And he just did, like, has the, the talent, the ability to do it all. And he just, uh, well, you know he what just they did say. it. Like, he just, but he, he admitted he, to it. He just, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I didn't you know, try. Right. Ryan, Ryan said that. He admitted it. You're an idiot. Like, he is just, an idiot. You're just dumb. Because even now you admit that. And security you're, system. So, 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 <laughs> So say he plays this whole year and is great, 
people are gonna be like, I don't want to pay you because you just admitted if we pay you, you're not gonna try anymore. He's playing like, Cincinnati. What is it like? They have chili there. Cincinnati. Okay. You know what they, they say about Cincinnati? They have once a you go get there, you can't wait to get out. No, it, chili if, barbecue. If LA's water. not beautiful enough, <laughs> you head over to Cincinnati, yeah. Ohio. Oh, good, good point. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. But like, they suck. Like you, you, you were with a legit contender in LA. Two World Series chances. Sorry, Ryan. And Come on, hey, man. they made it. They made they it. Did make it. Yeah, well, yeah, that makes good. everybody. Everybody gets a trophy, and and now you're in Cincinnati, who just blows. Like it's just, I'm out on Puig. Who, who else you got? What's what? What number we have? Five. Five. Domingo Santana. Love it. Love this. Pick. I like that one. Um, Power up, up the wazoo. Finally, one I can get on board with. Wazoo. Let's bring that reference back. Thank you. <laughs> um, two years ago, I think two years ago, we had like 35 ding dongs. He was hitting Ooh. him out of the wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, last year, we hear last year he basically just got pushed out because they traded for Yelich, and he didn't get to right. play anymore. So he got sent back and forth to the minors. There was really no, you know, no rhythm there. Had an awful year. He's in Seattle. They're rebuilding. They have no reason to take him out of the lineup there. It's a bigger ballpark, but I mean, the power abilities there, the chances to get to play there. He's more of a sleeper as like he's not going to be a starting one of your starting offfielders, but definitely belongs on your bench. Absolutely. If you can get Domingo Santana late. Great bench player. Having a great spring, potential. too. He Showing is. Off. His power can play at any ballpark. Yep. So, Domingo Santana, five. Number, number four. Uh, guy we mentioned earlier, Tyler White, and I told you why. Um, full year full year under his belt, he might be able to be a 300-100 guy if he stays on the field. Uh, and number three, somebody that I feel like nobody's talking about anymore, Adam Eaton. Meh. Meh. Okay. You're not worried about his injuries? No, I am. That's why he's, he's a sleeper. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. He just, hasn't, yeah, he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. Exactly. But the, you know what the potential is there if he does stay healthy. You know, you're going to get the average. You're going to get stales. You're going to even get some pop there. You're going to get a little right. bit of everything. Um, I think he's going to be batting leadoff in Washington. Um, somebody that I can heckle when we go. I'll get on him if he's, you know, if I need to. <laughs> no, he's going to be hurt by the time we get there. Oh, he's That's definitely going to be hurt. But he might be limping around the outfield and bringing. You never know. That's true. Um, That's a good point. But it's just more so everyone's writing him off. Right. Nobody's talking about him anymore. Yeah, he's going past definitely take 200. A, yeah, take a flyer and add him eat. Why not? Um, number two, Rufinetto Dua. Uh, besides the fact that he can throw a mean right hook, yes. Um, he still had in a, Texas. Still yes. in Texas. Eh. Eh. This guy's got hot takes. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, eh. He had a rough. I, I put him on here because actually I do have him on my team, but it's because somebody dropped him last year. He was doing terrible through about June or July. Yeah, he had a rough start. And then I had an injury, like a million of them. But yeah, I had one at second too. So I picked up Odor, and on the second half of the season, he just went on a tear. He was hitting a home run like every day for like a week. He hit, we had like seven straight days. It was incredible. Um, but when you look at this is a value pick based on second base. Right. It's kind of like catcher. There's not much out there anymore no, no, when you look right. at second base. So you get Altuve, who's – he's already – we've already seen his peak, and he's coming back down. And now what are we looking at? According to ESPN. Daniel Murphy. Uh, David, Daniel Murphy. Right, Daniel Murphy. He's a f- I love Daniel Murphy. He's like, what, 33 now? In Colorado, that's first base, though. Like, oh, yeah, he is going to acc- play first acc- base. So that is true. According to, according to ESPN, uh, Mondesi. Way Mondesi. too Everyone's <laughs> way too high on Mondesi. That team's going to be. They have him in, like, the top 50, I think. Arguably one of the worst teams uh, in baseball. They'll be them in Baltimore. We'll be jockeying mm-hmm. all year for last place. I um, mean. Odor still has guys around him. Gallo around him. Um, you have, yeah, but you have Stroke. Scope play second. <laughs> you have Cano. You have like there's still there are power options at second base. Yeah, but Cano's off. Don't forget Justin Madroya. Oh god. Don't forget Justin Madroya. He's gonna be coming back. Tune in at seven o'clock. Jed Lowry. Now his nickname is gonna be Dusty Two Sacks because that's all he's gonna get all year is two doubles the entire year. 
He's not going to. He's actually. I think he's going to play this year. But 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 yeah, that a Brock Holt. Brock. Uh, <laughs> uh, who is not fantasy I'm, relevant? I'm, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place here. I can't. I don't, rock and a hard place? place. No, no, rock. Um, number one. Corey Seager. Huge name to be number one. Everyone has forgotten about him. People, Nobody's forgotten about no, him. No, he's, he's right. being drafted Ryan's in the sixth right. round of no, drafts. No, I've seen him later. Ninth round. That's Ninth stupid. round value. That's so He was people rookie of the dumb. year in 2016. People are dumb. All right, I'm going off of stats. I know, you're right. I did but my But people homework. are dumb. Ugh. That's so stupid. I have stu- some to show. No, no, no. Is he, so do I, but we're being video. <laughs> is he going to be... <laughs> is he going to be... Starting opening day, like is is he clear? Is he he's back? He should be playing today. He should be actually. He should be in today's lineup. lineup, Yeah. Yes. I'm pretty Um, sure he's in lineup. But yeah, again, it's the fact this guy's going in the sixth round, Mm -hmm. where he was the rookie of the year, um, followed up with basically the same numbers the year after. It's not like he fell off in 2017. Last year, he had Tommy John surgery, something that he should have had earlier because in the World Series before he was already he didn't play in the NLCS that year Mm -hmm. against the Cubs. Came back for the World Series. They knew the elbow wasn't right. They kept saying, oh, he can rehab. We are talking about second base. Maybe. But he's no yeah. David Price. Uh, no, he doesn't, well, he doesn't have the Wolverine elbow. He doesn't elbow. have Come the on. Wolverine. If he had a Wolverine elbow, this guy would be MVP every year. <laughs> the surgery was you know, a long time ago now. He's fully healthy, fully cleared. He's for all baseball activities. If he's on that field, 325, 80 RBIs. I could see him being and better than Alex Bregman, and you're getting him rounds later. How do you feel about the fact that, that there's a good chance that they didn't really give a hard push for Machado because of Corey Seager, right? I don't think it's because of that. I think it's because they don't want to open their wallets. Well, I mean, he wanted to play shortstop, which now he's switching to third base, supposedly. But he wanted to play shortstop. And do you think the Dodgers went into that and said, we have our shortstop, and no, because, because of him, now he's not in L.A.? The Dodgers still project Seager to eventually become a second baseman or third baseman because of his size. Third base may be out of the question now because of the elbow, mm-hmm. longer throws. Um, but that's why I mentioned earlier they should just put him at second and sign Machado. If you really cared about winning and you realize your fans have now gone 30 years without a World Series title, you know, this will make 31. That should have been the move. It was not even a question in my mind. Seager, you go to second. Manny, you stay for whatever you want. Turner, you're at third. You know, they still it's have one of the of top. Infield. Yeah. Hell of an infield. Cody Bellinger still. Yep. You still have a top 10 farm system. Mm-hmm. Like, you're set for the future. But, no, we don't want to open wallets. So, second base is Kike, Hernandez, and or Chris Taylor. They don't want to open their wallets for guys like Machado and Harper. But they'll open their wallets for guys like... A.J. Pollock. Adrian Gonzalez. I was going to say Adrian Gonzalez. <laughs> he was actually really good. He was that. great. I love Adrian yeah, Gonzalez. You will not find a bigger fan of Adrian Gonzalez. Kyle Crawford was a problem. Like, like, <laughs> Josh Beckett, he threw a no-hitter. He did. Threw a no-hitter yeah. against the Phillies. I remember that. I'll, I'll give Beckett that. So you open your walls for those guys. But, but uh, Machado at 25? Uh, I don't think so. Seager at second, man. That reminds me so much of Chase Utley. He just look, I, just, I get so much of a Chase Utley vibe. If they See, Daniel Murphy reminds me of Chase Utley. Oh, that's a good comparison for sure. Big time. Um, all right, there's your top ten list. Nice and easy. Anything, anything else you'd like to discuss before we uh, before we head off here? From a fantasy print, from a fantasy standpoint, I would just baseball. say one thing: fantasy baseball. Fantasy baseball. No, right? know your league. Right. right. Know if you're in an auction draft. Know how aggressive people bid. If you're in a league that has a lot of trade activity, take a guy. Maybe like Ryan was saying earlier, you may not need the position. Take him because you can trade him later. Fantasy is a lot about getting to know the people in your league to see how you can maneuver throughout a season. The, the league doesn't end on draft day. So I would just say to all you fantasy players well, out there. That's why I didn't win last year. Right. <laughs> and that's why I'm about to win this year. Yeah, yeah Godspeed with that. Yeah, good luck. I'm going to take both you down. Matt, Ryan, thank you both for joining me. I do appreciate it. 
And thank you guys for uh, checking it out on the Twitch stream. I know we had some troubles there. Hopefully everything works out. And hopefully I can piece it together and we get a pretty good podcast out of it. Hopefully. Um, Don't forget to check out Ryan and Matt, both writing for us at www.bostonsportssyndicate.com. And if you are going to pick up any tickets to any games or concerts or any kind of events, you can use that code BSS. That scared the crap out of me. (laughs) <laughs> um, if you if you're going to get any any uh, concerts or any games or anything, be sure to use code BSS at SeatGeek.com for twenty dollars off of your first purchase. Thank you guys for tuning in. We do appreciate it. We'll catch you next time. Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast provided by I Am CDM. Boston Sports Syndicate. Yes. See you back to-